Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Majd. More likely than not, you've had to deal with someone who just seemed a little off at some point in your life. Maybe a frustrating coworker who makes everyone's life miserable, or an estranged family member who is often considered the black sheep that no one can really handle being around. Did you ever wonder if there was something actually wrong with that person, but you just couldn't quite pinpoint what that was? But believe it or not, personality disorders are actual clinical disorders, and more than likely someone you know suffers from one. Let's learn about them so that we can best acquaint ourselves with how to handle those people in our lives. Did you know that you can hear the house call doctor while you're on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio? I just recently downloaded this app onto my own iPad and I just love it because I can hear all of my favorite quick and dirty tips hosts while on the go. And I'm a big fan of a few of them like the Mighty Mommy since having my identical twin girls. With Stitcher's free app for mobile phones and for your iPad, you can get the latest episode from every expert. And when you download it to hear my show, you actually have a chance to win some money. Find Stitcher in the App Store or at www.stitcher.com slash QDT, download the app, and then during registration, hit the promo code box and enter QDT to be automatically entered to win a cash prize. So what is a personality disorder exactly? Well, believe it or not, up to 15% of people have at least one clinical personality disorder. Clinical personality disorders need to meet the following criteria for diagnosis. Number one, the pattern of behavior is inflexible and unchangeable. Number two, the pattern of behavior is pervasive across a broad range of personal and social situations. For example, it's not just only at work, it's at home also. Number three, the pattern of behavior leads to significant distress and or a decrease in social or occupational functioning. And number four, the behavior often begins in adolescence. Yes, it begins young. So personality disorders are divided into three categories or clusters. So let's talk about them. Cluster A, they're characterized as odd or eccentric. Number one, paranoid personality disorder. These patients have a pervasive distrust of others. They often feel as though others are trying to hurt them and frequently question the loyalty of people in their lives. They often interpret benign interactions and remarks as malicious and threatening. Number two, schizoid personality disorder. Patients with schizoid personality disorder don't enjoy other people, but beyond that, they really just don't enjoy any social interactions whatsoever, not even with family members. They couldn't care less about what others think about them. They prefer to be alone, and they take pleasure in very few social activities, if any. They often appear cold and without emotion. And number three, schizotypals. Not only do these patients suffer from interpersonal deficits, but they also have eccentric beliefs. They may have magical thinking, like superstitions, or they believe that they are clairvoyant. They are often described as being odd or peculiar. And then there's cluster Bs. They're characterized as emotional, dramatic, or erratic. Number one, histrionic personality disorders. These patients are often very emotional and overly dramatic, perhaps. They have an intense need to be the center of attention and may use their sexuality to do so. 
Number two, narcissistic patients have a delusion of grandiosity, meaning that they believe that they are more important than others. They believe that they are special and they feel quite entitled. They demand that others go above and beyond for their needs and often belittle others. They have a great need to be admired, which is usually driven by low self-esteem. Think celebrities. And then there's borderline personality disorder. They're often considered unstable or impulsive. They believe that people are either really great or absolutely horrible. Everything is up and down. They often threaten to hurt themselves in order to gain attention. They have very black and white thinking. They have great issues with self-image and identity. Without treatment, sometimes in extreme cases, they can actually lead to suicide attempts, which is really scary. Number four, antisocial personality disorder. This doesn't mean that they are simply not social, but that they actually have a complete disregard for the rights of others. They will lie, cheat, and con others into getting what they want. They often have anger management issues as well. Criminals are often described as being antisocial. And then there's Cluster C. They're characterized as fearful or anxious. Number one, dependent personality disorder. These patients have an intense need to be taken care of. They often become submissive and passive, and they look for relationships in which they are often controlled. They are clingy and fear separation. For family members of people who have dependent personality disorders, this may be very frustrating to witness a loved one never become fully independent. Number two, obsessive-compulsive personality disorder. The obsessive-compulsive personality disorder is actually different from the diagnosis than obsessive-compulsive disorder or OCD, so don't confuse the two. These patients are actually preoccupied with order and are often described as perfectionists, so much so that they sacrifice efficiency. It may take longer to complete projects as a result. They may be difficult to work with, demanding that tasks are completed just as they'd want them done. They are rigid, stubborn, and sticklers for the rules. Unlike patients with actual OCD, Those who have obsessive-compulsive personality disorder may not necessarily display obsessions or compulsions per se. And then number three, avoidant personality disorder. They avoid social interactions, not because they don't have the desire, unlike in cluster A, but they actually have great feeling of inadequacy. They fear rejection and they just can't handle not being liked. They are hypersensitive to any criticism. So when interacting with someone who has a personality disorder, the important point to remember is that these are characteristics that are pervasive and are often difficult to change. Recognize that their behavior is the result of a disorder rather than a choice and try to manage your interaction with that person, keeping that fact in mind. Treatment of personality disorders are quite tough because personality is so embedded and thought to be the cause of both genetics and environment, it's not easy to change, unfortunately. The only real hope to make any changes is through therapy and intense counseling. But as you can imagine, it's sometimes difficult to convince someone with a personality disorder to actually seek help because they may not think that anything's wrong with them. 
Do you know someone with a personality disorder? How did you successfully handle your interactions? Share it with us on House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. This content doesn't substitute any medical advice and doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks for listening to the House Call Doctor's quick and dirty tips for taking charge of your health. If you have any suggestions for future topics, you can email me at housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Hope you have a healthy week.